Welcome to the Beyond Mom podcast, the podcast for moms seeking connection to self while navigating the journey of motherhood. Get inspired with our practical tools, soulful conversations, and honest stories told by other women like you. From entrepreneurship to healthy living to style, Beyond Mom will spark you to live the thriving life you deserve. And now, join our host, Brandy Zinn, as she takes you Beyond Mom. Hi, everybody. Welcome to On Air with Beyond Mom. This is Randy Zinn. I'm the founder of this awesome collective of women who are kind of, let's say, doing it their own way. They're starting businesses, they're being moms, and really trying to write our own rules. And I am doing that because you probably hear my three-month-old Googling in the background, but that's how we do it around here. We Keep it real, we keep it fresh, but we're doing the mom thing too. So thank you for tuning in and for spending your special, precious time with me. Today's conversation is, full disclosure, a bit of a personal one. I'm here with my friend Miriam Steckety. Um, We actually went to college together. We are both Skidmore grads. We danced together. So this is a little bit of a conversation um, between girlfriends as well as exploring our professional and our personal stories. Um, So here she is. Hi, Miriam. Hi, Randy. Thanks for having me, girl. Sure. So the reason why I wanted to introduce you, Miriam, to my listeners is because you've really you've really achieved some very interesting and profound things, um, establishing your career with Rodan and Fields, the um, anti-aging skincare company. And I admit that I don't know very much about this way of creating your own career. And so many moms out there are seeking ways to be independent, make great money, but do something that's meaningful to them. And you have just done so much with this company. I've watched you on social media. We've talked about it. Um, And I, I want to know more personally, and I want to share that with the Beyond Mom listeners So uh, we're going to dive in and um, just get into the nitty gritty of how you've shaped this life for yourself and how our listeners can maybe do the same. So Miriam, first tell us a little bit about you, who you are, your family, and about, you know, what you've been doing. Sure. Thanks so much. Yeah. So I am a mom. I have two beautiful boys, a five-year-old and a 21-month-old. And I have an interesting kind of background. Um, I am a first-generation American. I speak Russian. And I, you know, growing up, watched my parents both hustle and bustle into New York City. We were, we grew up in New Jersey. And my father always had businesses on the side. And he would always kind of say, oh, Miriam, this is what I'm working on today. And it was always really, really cool watching him do that. So I think my entrepreneurial spirit came from him. Um, I didn't know it at that time, but I kind of know it now. Um, I was a uh, dancer. Me and Randy, you know, danced for in college together, but I started dancing at at a young age. And um, went to college dance after college moved to New York was kind of pursuing that sort of lightly. Um, I got an agent and you know the life of a starving artist came with bartending, waitressing, finding you know different gigs here and there. And I landed into real estate in New York City and I fell in love with it and sort of 
took my path into real estate and more of a corporate side, um, which kind of made sense for me, too, because I did go to Skidmore. I, I, I was a good student. Um, but dancing to the side and started becoming a real estate agent in New York City and, and was pretty successful at it. Um, loved it. Loved the glamour of it. Loved, um, you know, working in New York City. But after the economy crashed, um, at the same time, my husband was putting himself through law school. He graduated and all of a sudden we were facing debt living in New York City. And I decided to move on to the corporate side of my company and was climbing that corporate ladder at my company. And after a couple of years of working at a very top real estate company on Park Avenue, I hit my head on that glass ceiling. And I was the managing director of a large real estate office, yet I knew after I had my son that I didn't want to get promoted again. I didn't want to work seven days a week. I didn't want to be glued to my BlackBerry. I wanted that time freedom. I wanted to be able to be my own boss. Um, and I was looking for something and I didn't know what. And thankfully, a friend of mine, Melissa McCarthy, reached out to me. She was working in advertising and said, I'm doing this thing with the proactive doctors. What they did for acne, they're now doing for aging skin. And they are inviting people to partner with them. And I just got it. And I was like, sign me up. Um, and I started fitting it in around my full-time job. And I no longer was loving working for somebody else. And so I, I talked to my husband about it and we decided that I was going to leave corporate. We were going to obviously, um, you know, cut back on expenses and shopping and that fun New York you know, lifestyle. And I was going to build my business and slowly but surely I did. And I started to grow a big customer base. And then with this business model, um, I was able to build a team and help other people just like me looking for something else to, to do the same thing. And, and I've been able to grow a huge business in the last four years. Um, and I was able to, you know, do things that I never thought were possible. I earned a free Lexus, which was awesome. I never even had a car and, and living in New York City, I didn't need one. Um, but we actually moved to the Burbs to be closer to my parents we retired myself. We retired my husband from his job. He was working full time uh, downtown at, uh, as a financial regulator. He was an attorney um, and he no longer loved what he was doing. And he actually wanted to start his own law firm. And that was not possible because starting our own business comes with a lot of upfront costs. And, and we, he was that, you know, stable income from us. But because of Rodan and Fields, he was able to do that. So now he works at his own law firm, which he can do from home, which he can do from his office. And he's so happy. And, and it's really made for this really nice family balance, right? I get to pick when I want to work. I, I get to choose who I want to work with. I get to have, you know, a creative role in my business. And I'm also backed by this amazing amazing brand, uh, Rodan and Fields. We just moved up in rankings and we are now the number two premier skincare company in the U.S. behind Clinique, which is huge that because is when huge. I started this a few years ago, um, people hadn't really heard of it. Uh, the interesting thing and why I saw this as an opportunity was because the two doctors, Katie Rodan and Dr. Kathy Fields, 
they brought this line to Nordstrom's and Bloomingdale's and Neiman Marcus, originally thinking that's what, where they were going to sell the product, but they found that people were coming to buy the product because of word of mouth recommendations. And because social media was starting to get bigger and bigger and bigger, they felt like why partner with, um, you know, why partner with these stores? Brick and mortar was kind of not, not a growing market anymore. Why not partner with people that, that believe in us, that believe in these products that we can pay them essentially to, to be brand ambassadors. So Miriam, tell tell us about exactly how this model works, like just in like a couple sentences, like how does the model work and why is it beneficial financially and from like a time life balance for like a beyond mom? Yeah. So the way this works is you essentially get paid a few different ways. You get paid to share the product. And if somebody wants to buy your product, they go to your personalized website. It comes straight to their house. You don't have to carry inventory. You don't have to have a store. The company has a distribution center. They send it out and you get paid. And we have four different skincare regimens. We have something for anti-aging. We have something for sensitive, uh, sensitive skin. We have something for acne, hormonal acne and adult acne. Um, and then we have something for sun damage, dullness from the sun. So we have something for everybody, essentially. Um, and then people reorder the products and you get paid over and over and over again. And that kind of becomes this sort of residual income because it's a consumable product. And the way I looked at it was I knew people that had been on proactive for 10, 15 years. And when people find something they love, they stick with it, especially when it's their skin. And especially because these products have really the highest amount of um, medicinal ingredients you can get over the counter to get results as opposed to, um, you know, getting a prescription, which many times can be harsh on the skin. And many times you can't stay on that for very long. Okay, so that's one way you can make money, which is great. The second way, which is what I sort of did, and, and it organically happened, I originally started this thinking, all right, maybe I can make an extra few hundred bucks to get a cleaning lady, honestly, because I hate to clean. Um, I didn't know what this would turn into, but I started to share the business with other people. And as, as, as you sign on new business partners, you get a small percentage of their sales as you help them start their own business. And that begins to evolve. And so you get paid percentages of people you bring on and people they bring on and people they bring on. And that moves out um, six generations. So essentially, I now have thousands of business owners, of consultants on my team who are growing businesses, and I'm making a small percentage of it. And so now I've been able to establish this really fun team culture where I'm helping thousands of people, not just, you know, a few in my office, like I was when I was managing a real estate office. And so it's really empowering um, to be able to do that. And, and not only is it me, but I get to collaborate with other leaders on my team and, and help them and, and we do it together. So it's become this really fun sorority kind of feeling. And, and Randy, I'm sure you know, just from being a part of a dance group, you develop these relationships especially being a dancer, right? And your dance piece is not going to be great unless everyone does their part. And if you help out each other, um, it's going to be even better. And it's all about empowering one another um, and not pushing people down. And I think in corporate America, it comes to that point where you're going, I want that next job 
but only one of us is going to get it. And so it becomes really competitive. And in this industry, everyone starts out on the same even playing field. We all come in as a consultant. It doesn't matter what college you went to. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what your skin color is, what age you are, what sex you are. We all come in at the same level and how you promote, how much money you make, what you do with this business is 100% based on you and your goals. And anybody can out-earn you. Anybody can get to that next promotion level no matter when they started. And that's the best part about this business. It's really the most fair, fair industry out there. Um, and I've fallen in love with this MLM, um, multi-level marketing, network marketing kind of, kind of business. And I think because of the internet, because we can work this business from our, our iPhones, like you and I are on, you know, right now our, our iPhones, videotaping, um, podcasting. It's amazing what you can do with technology now, right? So it is. It also seems, Miriam, it seems like you are really thriving on your ability to positively influence, impact, guide, inspire all these women who are looking for an answer of some sort of how to make money, how to have freedom, how to be with their families. Um, And it seems like to me, it sounds like that's probably one of your most favorite parts of this whole thing. Yeah, for sure. It's funny because I am one of those people that I run when people, you know, dangle a carrot, right? And, and what's really cool about this company is they reward you for doing your job well. So in corporate America, you know, you are, your bonus is dependent on how the company does, on how the economy's, you know, looking. And many times it's not fair. Um, and with this business, you know exactly what you need to do to get that, you know, piece of jewelry, to get that trip to Napa Valley, to get that trip to Hawaii, to get that car. Um, and it's very fair. And I think that in life, especially as we get older um, and being moms, we're not recognized. We're not rewarded for, for being a good mom. You know, congrats on changing that poopy diaper. Congrats <laughs> on losing that baby weight. You know, you worked so hard to do that. No one's telling you that. Um, and with this business, it's all about us kind of cheering each other on and saying, great job, you know, good job for meeting that goal, exceeding that goal, for, for, for working your business around your full-time job, your teaching, your nursing gig, your five kids, whatever it is, we're all fitting this business in the nooks and crannies of our life. And it's empowering. And, and, and it's really fun being able to control your own destiny because in so many parts of, of your life as an adult, you can't. You know, you, you, your paycheck many times is dictated by somebody else and so is your time. And, and so with this, we found a way to, to make working fun and, and appreciate one another. And that's been really the, the best part about it. That's awesome. So yeah. I'm curious because I know I, I ask almost everyone that I interview on this podcast about the way that they build and promote their platform. And I think that we all can learn from one another because on one level, there's a certain recipe for how to do that, no matter what your business. On the other hand, there is certainly unique and creative ways to do so. So I'm certain that with what you're doing with um, Rodan and Fields, that you're on social media, you're building your brand online. So 
I'm curious, like what advice and what tips would you give to women who are building platforms for their businesses, whether this model or, or other ones? Yeah, I think that social media is genius. And I would say it has definitely accounted for a good, you know, 75 to 80 percent of my success. That's because nowadays you're not um, your business is not is not necessarily geographically specific, right? Like if you were to own a boutique or a restaurant, you're promoting to just people who live in that area. And with social media, you can, you know, you can touch people all across the country, um, all across the world. And so you have to use it to, to build your business, right? I find that it's all about connecting with your audience and adding value and not sounding like a commercial all the time. I think it's about having a nice mixture in your journey. I think your, your Facebook, especially, I built my business mostly on Facebook and now I'm, I'm jumping into Instagram, which is fun too. Um, but the, at the end of the day, people want to feel something. And how you brand yourself is really about how you make people feel about you and about themselves. So my tips are always to, to, my, to my team and, and anybody else is be real and, and be relevant and be yourself, right? Don't sound like an infomercial and don't steal other people's content and just post it on your own page. Make it sound like you. Make it sound like you're talking to your girlfriend and that's how you speak to your audience when you post. Um, and really share your journey. Share your journey as a mom. Share your journey as a wife. Share your journey as a professional and as a friend, and I think it's about having fun and entertaining your audience. I'm always sharing, you know, funny things that my son said, um, funny things that happened to me, you know, kind of, I try to be real with my audience, and I think they connect with that. Nobody, you know, people, you want to be likable, and you want to be relatable. Right. Um, and, and if you're, yeah. I was going to ask, I mean, how frequently do you feel like you need to share your, your content, if you want to call it that, uh, with your community? Is there like a, a rhythm you found or is it sort of when you feel like there's something to share? Yeah, I, I try to, I try to post once a day. Um, sorry, I'm just walking up the stairs. I try to post once a day and I would say, I, I would say it's about 25% business content. Rodan and Fields professional kind of stuff, and then about 75% everything else. So, and I also think it's a mixture for me about sharing my products, sharing how they help other people, and then also sharing my business and how fun it's been to, to um, professionally grow and, and to work with other people who are like me, maybe looking for something like me. Maybe they're not feeling appreciated at their job. Maybe they're feeling like they, they hit their head on the glass ceiling. Maybe they're feeling like I went to college to, you know, be a nurse, but maybe 20 years later, that's not my passion anymore. And it's okay. I mean, we live for a long time nowadays. You don't have to do the same thing for 50 years. And, and I think it's, it's really, it's really important to let people know that it's, it's normal to, to maybe feel stuck. And, and, and there are, there are options out there. Right. Yeah. So, um, but at the end of the day, I really do just try to add value. 
um, to my audience in one way or another. If, if I find, you know, an awesome top that um, squeezes in my, you know, baby mama fat for, for that six months, I'm posting it on Facebook to, right. to relate to my moms, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and if I find an awesome restaurant that I went to, like, I'm going to post it or a movie or things like that. So I think it's about being someone on social media that people like to follow and not also ranting and raving about politics, religion, and, and those kinds of things. And really just being fair, um, kind of being neutral too. Yeah, it's a great point. So I always like to ask on, um, I mean, there's so many things we can dive into. We'll, we'll dive into a couple of more, but um, I think that everyone wants to know the secrets of taking care of yourself as a businesswoman and as a mom. So give us an idea of how you find your, your you moments and how you take care of yourself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so hard. Yeah. Um, it's taken a lot of time. I think it's about trying to come back to you, who you were before you were a mom and making sure you keep doing those kinds of things for yourself. So if it's, you know, getting that manicure once a week, finding that time to do that, getting your hair done, working out, is really important for mental health, uh, for physical health, but also mental health and finding that time to do that. And I also think it's about, you know, as a business owner, especially now that I work from home around my kids, it's about finding those hours of operation. So if I know that I'm going to be working from, you know, at nap time or when my older one's at preschool, then it means that maybe from five to eight, my phone is in the other room. I'm very much committed to, to my kids and, and my husband at that time. And I'm not constantly checking my phone because I think it's easy to do that. Right. So it's, it's about creating those hours of operation. And it's also about um, outsourcing things you're not good at. I remember listening to a Tony Robbins podcast and he was saying that he was saying that the the trick to being a business owner and entrepreneur is outsourcing things that you're not good at and really focusing on things that you are good at. So for me, um, I'm not really, I'm not this um, domestic housewife, cleaner, Pinterest mom. That's just not me. And so I hired someone to help me, you know, take care of my house. Truth be told, as soon as I started Rodan and Fields, I was using those paychecks to get a cleaning lady because then I could take four or five hours out of my week and put it into my business, yeah. which later is go was going to help me um, monetarily be where I wanted to be. Yeah. I, because think it's, it's I think it's a huge downfall that we all try to be everything and it's, it's, it's impossible. And I think if we give up that battle and, and we do spread it out amongst people who are good at what they're good at, you're going to succeed much quicker. Yeah. I also think for me, it's been, just really being real with myself. And, you know, as we become a mom, I remember it was like Valentine's Day and my son came home with these crazy like Pinterest Valentines that, you know, people made by hand. And I was like, I went to CVS, filled out the cards and I threw them in his bag. And I think that the old me, I think as a new mom would have kind of been like, oh my God, why didn't I do anything better? And I was like proud that I got it done, that I actually got it done. So I think it's about knowing what you're good at, knowing your strengths and being like, okay, maybe I'm not, 
you know, going to be the class mom. Maybe I'm not Miss Betty Homemaker, but I am good at, you know, this or that, or I can take my, my son on vacation for, you know, two weeks. We went to California for the last two weeks because we're both entrepreneurs and we can work from wherever we want. And we got to just go to Legoland and do all these fun things for two weeks when maybe I'm not, you know, good at certain things, but I'm maybe good at others. And so I think it's about finding that balance, finding what's important to you and your family and knowing that at the end of the day, it's about spending that quality time with your family and not being bogged down with the mommy wars and thinking you're not good enough, you know, and just doing what the best you can. And sometimes you're not even going to be great. There's going to be good weeks. There's going to be bad weeks. I mean, there's many times where I'm kind of a hot mess that I, you know, it was great that I showered and it's okay to do that. But, um, I think essentially it's really, I I coach my team to say, you need, especially if you're a mom working this business from home, you need two or three hours to yourself. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's funny because I just want to share it's right on target with what you're saying. My husband was traveling this past week and there was some rough, rough, ugly moments and a lot of moments that resulted in tears. And he walked in one night when he was back and I had the, the new baby on my lap and I was reading the older one a story. And he and when they were both asleep, he gave me a hug and he said, there she is, super mom. And I was like, I'm not a super mom. And he, I was like, there were so many tears this week when you were gone. And he was like, so what? The tears do not mean that you're not super mom. So I think that it really is about having like a fair, realistic approach to the whole thing that, you know, the bad moments don't mean that you're not actually doing an amazing job overall. So I love that you you share that mindset with your team as it, it really is so important for all of us. Can I just say one thing, too? I think that yeah. what, you, what you just said about your husband, I think that my business is primarily women. We do have a lot of men on the team. It's a huge, huge growing market. But the people who are successful are usually the ones who have spouses who are supportive. Um, and that always makes me so sad when I hear of people complaining because their husband maybe doesn't want them want, want to see their success or doesn't want to help around the house. And, and having a business does become a family business, you know, at the end of the day, because if you are working this business around um, a full-time job and family, that means many times it's going to run into that, you know, nighttime and maybe, you know, the husband has to step up. So I love that you said that your hubby's, you know, Mm -hmm. applauding you for the tears. That's awesome. My husband's so supportive. He's always just reminding me like how proud he is of me and just, you know, and and it's so nice. And, and, and those words of affirmation are really what us women want to hear all the time. It's true. It's true. So Miriam, I think the main point here that I would love to leave our listeners with is that there are ways to find your own recipe for financial success, for a little bit more time freedom with your family and to work and feel like you're growing and you're accomplishing something. And it's really inspiring to hear your story and that you have found that and you continue to find it. Um, and of course, I, I personally congratulate you on all your success. That Thank you. It's really great to see. And um, 
And I think the last thing that would be really wonderful is um, for any of our listeners that say, I want to know more about that. <laughs> Where can they find that information? How can they connect with you if they're curious? Um, where can they go? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, this business has completely been such an incredible surprise to me, honestly. I mean, when I first joined, I was I was thinking this could be fun, but I had no idea how what a game changer it would have been um, f- for me. And and just being able to get to know the doctors, Doctor um, Doctor Rodan and Doctor Fields. I actually got to go to Thailand. I earned a free trip with my husband last summer, and I got to really meet them. And what was so cool about it was that they too, you know, were moms, and they were talking about how when they first launched Proactive, how um, they got turned down by some of the big wigs like Neutrogena and how they heard a lot of no, but they knew that it was a great product um, and they kept going and going and going and that they were, they, they were new moms and they were struggling financially and, um, and, and now they're really empowering other people. They want to give back. They actually just sold their share of proactive to Nestle um, so that they could be all in with Rodan and Fields as we expand globally. So now we just launched into Canada. So now I have an international business. How cool is that? And we're going to Australia in the fall. So if anybody wants to connect with me um, or anybody on my team, you can find me at Miriam Steckety on Facebook, M-I-R-I-A-M. Um, space S T E K E T E E. Um, or you can go on rodanandfields.com and you can find me in the consultant locator. I would be happy to talk to you more about how I do this business, how rewarding it's been, how I really feel like I found that work life balance that many people are looking for and, and a career where I can help as many people as as I, I can help a ton of people and I can impact a lot of lives and, and be backed by a huge, huge, huge corporation that really helps me build my business so that I can, I can do the fun stuff, which is helping people. And it's just been such a game changer and, and having that time freedom now to, to pick and choose when I work and being able to give that to my husband because now I'm the breadwinner has been just amazing. I, I promoted to the top of the pay plan RFX circle. So you have, there's 10 promotions in the company and it's been pretty crazy. We just recently hit the million dollar circle um, in the company, which, which was wild. And I still just can't believe that I get to get paid to do this because honestly, it's so rewarding and I feel so fulfilled. And at the end of the day, it's about feeling fulfilled. Are you, are you fulfilled in your career? Are you fulfilled with just being mom? Do you want something more? Because, you know, our opportunity, Rodan and Fields, is really about, about finding um, that that's something that you're missing, whether it's extra income or um, feeling recognized and rewarded for, for something. So business ownership is so hard, but it's so rewarding. And, and with this company, because we get to work as a team and help one another out, it really makes it a very, very smart, smart business model. And I really think a lot more companies are going to be moving into this channel because it makes sense because of the way 
um, business is being done nowadays. So, yeah. Thank you so much. You're, you're really inspiring. And I, I love kind of like the personal angle in which you shared everything. And for all of you out there listening um, to On Air with Beyond Mom, I, I hope this conversation has opened your eyes to yet another possibility because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about new ideas and new opportunities and stepping out of what we consider traditional and moving into something that works for a woman who really wants to live her best life. And that's what we call it Beyond Mom here. So hope you enjoyed today's conversation. And we look forward to having you tune in again the next time. Have a great day.